Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Grab Your Stuff Podcast. This is actually part two of the last episode. Did y'all enjoy that? Like, we had a lot to say, which is why we had to just continue the conversation. Indeed. I think this episode is going to be good, but I feel like, I feel a, a, a boxing bell in my spirit. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. <laughs> um, but I'm really excited to have you. If you guys missed the last episode, please go back and watch it. Um, but I have my friend, my brother here, Lavar Norsworthy, aka Gemini, aka He's So Fly, aka He Got Green Eyes. Duh. You have like you do have like a different color set of eyes. No? Nah. All right, glory to God. Um I'll take it. <clears throat> so <laughs> so as we start off every episode. Um, with a let me put you on. Do you have another let me? You you got another thing that you want to put the people on to? Listen, I'm about, okay. Let me bless the folks real quick. Okay. I, I was I was struggling with this because I didn't I didn't really want to get the the judgment, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna hey, try to I, bless some people. If I've gotten judged, you can get judged. So when I first bought my house, it took me like three years to fully just get that thing sexy the way I wanted it. Mm. And, you know, I have expensive taste in some things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I took on my, my you know, do-it-yourself interior decorator hat mm-hmm. on, right, uh, I'm always looking for stuff. And I'm like, I'm not paying $300 for no no chair. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's an ottoman. It's some fabric and brick or wood. My thing is this. If you go to Ross, mm. hmm? if you go to Ross, you can go in the corner of a thing. And something that's hidden will bless your life. That's facts. They be having some good. They, and it'd be like the only one. The like it was only, sitting there waiting you gotta, on you. You got to be ready to buy. That's the thing. That's true. They do shipments on Tuesdays. Like you came okay. in for 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 workout pants, but you walking out with a $79 ottoman. I don't, but I feel you. I feel you, though. I typically go in there specifically for the furniture. Oh, well, that's good. Uh-huh. It'd be catching me off guard. I'd be pissed. Just killed my bathroom. Just killed it. Did you? Oh yeah. We got. We need pictures. You send I'll pictures. Send, I will send you pictures. Okay. For you. So Patreon, if you're watching, here are his pictures of his his bathroom. Ain't it nice? Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> okay, which you need to come decorate my house. I've had this house for two years, going on three years, and I still have paper blinds. Ross will inspire you. No, we'll, we'll let let Pinterest inspire you, and, and Ross will, will fulfill the order. Oh well, uh-huh. amen. Let may God add a blessing to the hearers and do. Thank you for supporting Grab Your Stuff Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by We Are XOC Essentials, made by male, specializing in handmade body butters and lip balms. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so we are gonna go ahead and jump right back into the episode. Again, if you don't know Lavar, you should follow him at L Norsworthy. Um, he is a marketing genius, guru, all of the things. He is um a single. Single, uh-huh. single. Single christian man Indeed. a good one too you're a pretty decent guy man that means a lot coming from you i don't take that lightly i, I do not take that lightly i mean it because that thing right there got some standards standards and i do <laughs> <laughs> um no seriously so i i'm and i'm that's part of the reason why a big part of the reason why i wanted you to have this conversation with us because i think that we hear some of these thoughts from bozos Oh, but hearing oh, it from people with some sense, right, okay. with people who, who are actually men of God, who have standards, who are good black men, like it makes a difference. We can actually hear you a lot better because we're not tripping over the foolishness. Okay. 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 So thank you for being a willing participant. I want to go to something that we ended the episode with last time. Go there. Kevin Samuels. Mm, hot topic. I'm not going to ask you where you are 
on which side of the spectrum, whether you are a fan, a follower, or just a listener, um, or you just can't stand them. I'm not going to ask you that, but I am going to ask you this. And you touched on it, but I want you to, to go deeper. Why is he so popular? Why is a platform like his that's so polarizing, so divisive, um, that I think that he makes some decent points in there, but he's so provocative and um, mean, right? He can be kind of nasty. Um, why is a platform like his gaining so much momentum and attention right now? To keep it short, I think I think Kevin Samuels, the, the phenomenon that is Kevin Samuels, mm. is is um trailblazing because what he's done is he's giving a voice to uh, to men and groups of men that their voice actually is weaponized against them a lot of the time mm. so like for instance if you disagree with something if you disagree with a a well-received or established narrative mm -hmm. you're getting ready to get trolled mm -hmm. if you have if you're a career man you could lose your career mm -hmm. there's a there is a very uh, dangerous line that the everyday average man mm -hmm. toes when he decides to share his perspective. Mm -hmm. He could lose friends, he could lose his woman, he could lose a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I think that what Kevin has done is he has popularized the fact that men have an opinion. Mm -hmm. Because for so long, mm -hmm. men's opinion, it doesn't matter. Really? Yes, yes, really. Men's yes, really. Don't Check this out. Let's do this. Let's do this. Y'all want to take the gloves off? Let's take the gloves Let's off. Let's go. Ladies, if you say... I'm not into him because he's short. Mm. Where's the uproar? You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't say anything rude. That wasn't ugly. Ooh, you don't need to repent. I know where you're going. Right? But if a man says, I'm not going to get with her because <gasps> everyone starts, everyone starts grasping because it's like, what is he going to say that we don't like? And then all of a sudden what happens is he's, he's now a demon. He's, he's the devil. He's, He's he doesn't care about women. He's a woman hater. He hates his mom. He hates every da da da, da whatever the no, case is. No, but you're right. Yeah. Be because you didn't like what he said, mm -hmm. or he doesn't make enough money. Whatever, whatever. Or the, who hurt you? Right. Whatever. Or who hurt you? Whatever the deficiency, the the uh, the you know uh, said deficiency of that man is, a woman can touch on it, mm -hmm. and it can be general information. It can mm -hmm. be for general purpose. She doesn't mean anything by it. She's not trying to hurt nobody. But if a man has his own perspective, like, listen, you're entitled. You mean I'm not worth it? I don't deserve. Why don't a woman? Oh, every time a woman don't deserve. And I'm not saying this is everybody. I'm just saying on very on very, you know, popular and what is prevalent in platforms today. This is what's happening. So my thing is you have men who have become afraid, not of women, but of the backlash that can happen as a result of addressing things mm -hmm. that that, um, that speak to women. Or, or to that group. So I think Kevin Samuels, what he's done is he was the bold thing to start saying a whole bunch of stuff that they didn't like and they were unable to cancel him. So now you've seen these men rally behind this, you know, this mm -hmm. this narrative and being able to say, as a matter of fact, I think the same thing. As a matter of fact, I think the same. That's why you have, like you said, like a lot of undercover Kevin supporters, mm -hmm. because in their heart of hearts, they have dated a lot of women that were after money. They have dated a lot of women who said they weren't good enough because they weren't over six feet. They have dated a lot of women who were, oh, you know, they didn't, um, whatever, whatever it was that they wanted, mm -hmm. you know, and they were, and they were, you know, discarded because of it. Some of the things that, the some of the things that relate to character, Kevin has brought to the forefront along with others. But other than that, what other platforms are addressing women directly? Ooh, fun fact. 
Ayanla Van Zant, mm-hmm. start go go in YouTube mm-hmm. her recent comments because she's now moved on from her her uh, broadcast because of the backlash that she has gotten as a result of, mm. of directly addressing black women. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the um, the relationship coach, what her name was. Um, we'll have to put it, I'll get you, give you the name, you can put it in your, on, you know, list it. Mm-hmm. But she got out of the business and she only targeted black women. She only helped black women, mm-hmm. uh, professionals. She got out of the business because of how, you know, how that backlash, yeah. you know, came about on her. So my thing is, is primarily men but it, some women have caught some of that flack too yeah and but oftentimes when a woman speaks out and I think one thing that I I'm not gonna say I pride myself on but one thing that I think people like about me is I have a pretty balanced perspective mm-hmm. right like I, I have a pretty balanced perspective um so but uh, for women like what you've described, a lot of times they're seen as what pygmies, which I hate that people know if you are in a W, you cannot use that phrase. You cannot use that word to describe anybody else, because I think it's so essentially what you're saying is somebody who agrees with men is starving for attention. Now, again, we understand like people, women who they have no thought of their own and will hinge on every word of a man. And that can be problematic, right? Like that's, it's just about being chosen. So I get, I get where it comes from in a genuine sense, but I hate it um, because we, we use it so widely. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I get that. I think my issue though is it doesn't just stop at men have standards and opinions. It goes into, so therefore you're actually, these are all the reasons why you're not good enough. Like, Oh, men have standards and opinions and you won't meet it because you're you're overweight. You won't meet it because you actually are a four and not a a eight. You're actually too old. You're actually these things. And while like again, while I'm cool with men having standards, I, I actually disagree with this whole idea that. Men should just take women however they are, like even when it comes because, you know, we talk and I'm gonna say it so he don't got to say it. But this whole thing with um women overtly talking about height but getting angry when 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 men talk about weight is problematic to me Mm -hmm. because it's it's a standard like nobody has to do anything the same way you can reject a man that's under six feet or whatever is the same way that he can say yeah no I prefer a woman who's more fit I prefer a woman who's more curvy he can do that now some of the rebuttals that I've heard to that from some of my friends are well height can't be changed but weight can Mm -hmm. but again that goes back to Okay, well, if that man isn't making six figures, income can be changed. True. But character, to your point in the last episode, can't. I mean, it can, but not not as easily, right? And so we can't pick and choose what we allow people to have a preference about. Mm -hmm. That's not cool. But the problem that I have with Cam Cam Samuels, (laughs) Kevin Samuels, is that he it goes from these are men's standards to now let me pick you apart. And part of it has to do with the fact that these women let them. I wish I would as a fully grown and autonomous woman call into that to to call (laughs) into that man's show talking about, well, what do you think about me? I don't give a flying flip. Well, I guess I guess what I'm saying, though, is this. It's almost satirical, right? Mm. I'm not I don't know him. So I'm not sure that he means to the core or that his or that his focus is really trying to see how well he can dice a woman up. Yeah, I really think. I re- this is this is might be a stretch. I really think he's trying to simply create an environment that is just as toxic or or emotionally dangerous as men have been expected to, to deal with. So it's payback. It's not payback. It's almost like okay, like for instance, if if you say 
you know, harsh and, and condescending things to all of your friends all the time. Uh-huh. But you're never in a position to actually feel that. Mm-hmm. They can tell you it hurts. They can tell you don't do that. They mm-hmm. can tell you that's not good. Mm-hmm. That's not how you keep friends. But if that's how you're operating, you feel confident and you feel like you like you're doing what you what mm-hmm. you what you can do. But if they create an environment where you actually have to feel the same things that they feel, now you've created an environment where there's a possibility for change. But here's where it falls short is I'm now so focused on how pissed I am about it that I can't focus on change. No, no. I, I mean, and I mean, he's an entertainer. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, yeah. I put no social responsibility right. onto him. I'm not saying that he has to change his platform because it's working for him. But watch this. Before him, mm-hmm. before him, mm-hmm. or others like him, because there's this thing called the Manosphere and Red Pill, and there's a ton of uh, yeah, uh, creators. There's a ton means. of creators doing the same stuff. I mean, he's not the only one. Mm-hmm. But the point of the matter is, I think he was a, a, a way maker for the rest of them mm-hmm. to become popular. But take that out of the equation. What do you have? Take out all the pissed women. Take out all the women who are upset and didn't like what he said. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the ones who are rethinking life because he made them depressed because of some of the things that he brought to the forefront. What do we have? I mean, you're saying, like, what are we left with? Yeah. I guess predominantly women's voices. Women's voices. And there's no accountability. Not po- mm-hmm. not, a, not a, I'm sorry, not in a popular culture platform. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what you have is you have a whole bunch of men because there's this, this there was this narrative where it's like men don't communicate. Mm-hmm. Men don't, they don't want to say, they don't, da, 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 whatever the case is. I can't communicate with them. They're not open. They're not transparent. Mm-hmm. And basically, what it's showing is you're saying you want this, mm-hmm. but you don't really want this. Because mm-hmm. when we start communicating, you, you get mad. You say that because you don't want to feel like you're a monster. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he starts to do it in the same fashion, mm-hmm. in the same liberty that you have, now it's an issue. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what it, it illuminates. I don't think Kevin is the model. I don't think that he should be per se followed. But I do think that it it illuminates what we're really dealing with. Yeah. I think, though, that part of the issue that I, I have with that is this idea that there isn't maybe accountability. I'll, I'll allow it to be debatable. But women are constantly for decades, millennia, probably. No, likely being marketed to like and like the messaging that we get all the time is how we can make ourselves more malleable and better for men when you look at in the christian world especially prior in the um prior to the last three four years most of the things like most of the conferences on marriage were for women by uh and and were for women and headed by men or women okay and so the it was always like you need to be this as a wife, you need to do that as a wife. I remember um, one person gave me advice, marriage advice at one of my bridal showers, and it was you know I, I she said well I just never say no, meaning to sex, and so that that was her key to me, and I I tried it and I failed because I needed to say no sometimes, but I was so scared to say no because I didn't want my spouse to leave me or or to feel slighted or whatever the case may be. We have been taught how to be appealable like or how to appeal to men how to be attractive to them how to be all of these things for men and i don't think that's the advantage that you think it it is like yes we want to hear y'all's voices but you got to also understand like how we've constantly been told that we're not good enough and we need to do better and we like the 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 brunt uh and the responsibility of marriages and relationships have been on us whether the per- whether that man was good or bad, whether he did right or wrong, whether no matter what, there was really no marketing or no messaging for men other than provide, be a leader. And well, I mean, I, I, and I think that it comes down to almost like what does your timeline look like versus my timeline? 
right? Like, so for instance, if you follow certain types of people, you know, you could, you could, like, friend, I've had other friends who of other um, backgrounds and mm-hmm. cultures. Their timeline doesn't look anything like ours. Mm-hmm. They don't have the shade. I'm, I mean, pre-algorithm ha- too, though. Right. No, 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 I got you. What I'm saying is, but as a woman, your timeline looks different than mine. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, you feel like you're being beat over the head with all of these, uh, you know, uh, boxes to be put in so that you can be malleable or, or you know, desired by a man. Because right? if I see one more, never mind, I'm not going to say that. But men, we're taught from youth that we're not good enough. Really? Yeah. Make more money. Mm. fix your appearance mm-hmm. get more get more expensive shoes get a house get more money be more appealing mm-hmm. be that guy be popular you know what i'm saying have swag because if you don't get the girl it's your fault right so then we're both being told that we're not enough so what's the problem the problem is we're throwing it back and forth so my, my thing is this it's almost like men are being told that and we're not making it your issue Mm -hmm. the moment that you're told that you need to shape Mm -hmm. now it's an issue but we've been told that the entire boy get a haircut Mm -hmm. when last time you had a care when last time you got a haircut man you need to cut your nails that's you need you need to get in the gym you look you're looking crazy get a job get a better job get a better car you live in an apartment you need to get a better house at least a condo and now when we start talking to women it's it you're under six feet, man. You don't make six figures, two fifty. You need to watch these podcasts because women definitely be on there. Like he need to make three hundred, two hundred fifty. Like who does that? Who is making? Who on average in a cluster? But they're not looking for average. Is is right? But then my thing is this: the same oppression that you put on someone else, mm-hmm. can you handle it? Mm-hmm. Because are you average? No. No, not you. I'm talking about the women that are saying they don't want right. average. Well, are they average? And, and why is average such a bad word? Right. Mm, mm. That's a the society numer- of that's, excess. That's a numerical classification. Mm-hmm. Average. My thing is, you know, we, we're taking it and almost making it to where it's like it's poisonous. Mm. And so my, my thing is this. Men are not it, men are not conditioned to complain about mm. everything hmm. because we don't complain we the world our women assume we don't feel anything Mm. and so now what happens is we're dealing with our burdens Mm -hmm. and then here you come with your standards and your burdens as Mm -hmm. if we put those burdens on you which is cool we should be able to talk about it but Mm -hmm. we're not being able to talk about it right because as soon as you open your mouth cancel Mm. no matter who you are cancel cancel and my thing is that, that that we don't have we don't have connection. We don't have that communication. So my thing is, I don't think, again, Kevin is not the point, but I think it illuminates to the fact that, hey, can you tell me about myself and then I still take you to dinner after this versus can I tell you about yourself and then you still want to go with me to dinner mm-hmm. after this? Yeah, I think it speaks to a gap in the market. Like, obviously, something that's becoming this popular means that there was a space for it. There was a need for it. Mm-hmm. And so in some ways, men are feeling validated now, even if it's a little more uh raw or provocative or whatever then they may have felt it or expressed it he's doing something let's let's jump into this so you talked about the malleability that is Mm -hmm. is that is that irritating Mm -hmm. to you where it's almost like it seems like all of these institutions all of these and i don't know all of these institutions but said institutions want you guys to be more malleable Mm -hmm. and more appealing to a husband and all of that stuff is so irritating hearing that stuff all the time right yeah it's irritating Mm -hmm. so let me ask you this question 
is it not worth it? It depends. Do you want to be well, married? Do, I, do you want to be married? Yeah, but do I want to be married at all costs? No. At all at, at the cost of being agreeable? No, no, no. At the cost of becoming something for somebody else and not being anything for me. Hmm. Forsaking your identity. No, that's cute. But what I'm trying to tell you is... No, 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 no. I'm just trying to understand. No, no. I'm I'm being cute. I'm saying you're saying forsaking your identity Mm -hmm. for someone else is the at all cost. Yeah, because God created me. Before we get to God, let's talk talk about the the covenant and the exchange. Mm -hmm. It's you and me, V. It's it's you and me now. All right. Okay, so I have whatever it is that I have. Mm -hmm. I've done with my life whatever it is that I've done or whatever the case is. I want to get with you. I want to marry you. Mm -hmm. Okay, number one, I have to have a vision so that I can lead. And then number two, I have to have a place for you in that vision, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. A a palette Mm -hmm. for you to be seated in. Okay? Okay, great. Here's the thing. Before you, Mm -hmm. did I have to be concerned with that palette? No. Did I have to be concerned with the resources and the accommodation? No. Did I have to be concerned with how someone may feel about it? No. Right. Mm-hmm. So I do all of those alterations mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. That's not who I was before you, mm-hmm. but it is now because you're now you're present. Right. So what I would want to spend my money on, what I want to be concerned with, what I want to allocate all of my resources, resourcefulness toward whatever the case is, emotional intelligence, what I want to you know, listen to, tolerate, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. I'm changing it all because of you. Mm-hmm. What you're telling me is your change is actually a loss of who you are because of me. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about outward changes. I'm talking about my personhood. If I have to change the construct of who I am to be with you, that's not a price I want to pay. I want to come into a relationship. I, I want to change. I want to grow. I want to mature. I want to do all those things. What I don't want to do is be less of who God created me to be in order to be with you. Just to say that I have a man, I become less of myself. Like, and I'm not talking about, a you know, dying to self. Not like, I think dying to self and losing your personhood are two different things. Dying to my flesh is one thing dying to my personhood is something entirely different so, give me an example of a, a part of your personhood that would have to die that is that is you know out of the question it's it's as stupid as crazy it makes no sense give me a part of your personhood. okay let's say being a creative like if i had to if in order to marry somebody they said hey um i really don't want you to work on anything at all i want you to just be a housewife and a mom um, and we're just going to fill this house with babies. Like I want kids. I do want to manage. I'm, I'm, I'm here to manage the household. I'm willing to make certain sacrifices for that, but not to be pigeonholed into that to where I cannot be creative. I can't have other expressions of who I am and, and the things that I desire in my passion. Fair enough. I feel like that's an extreme. No, like I, I don't think a man is so focused on what you do with whether it's your your creative exploits or whatever the case is. I'll Unless, give you an example of how that can be. Go for practical. it. Go for it. Yes, that's extreme. However, when a man comes in yep. with, uh, you know, you have a business, right? It's okay. very lucrative. Let's say that, I had to go out there in case y'all are interested, you know what I'm saying? Because he not, you know what I'm saying? Anyways. Um, so let's say, like you said, you come in, you want to pursue me, you want to be married. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I already make a lot of money. Um, I really, like my thing though, is that I, I don't manage my household very well. So I just want you to focus on that full time. And I'm so, because I know that if I say yes, 
you're going to marry me like or or some of the pursuits that you have over time like I have to keep sacrificing the things that I want to do because I oh I got to show up to every networking event I got to travel with you because you want my support and you and which is cool but over time 10 years later I'm not writing anymore. I'm not producing anything anymore. I'm not showing up. I'm not doing whatever. My life now is completely for and about you because the the focus of your vision was just about your vision and not how um, I can still be myself while supporting you. I understand my job is is to support you awesome. and to and to um and to make sure that your 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 vision goes where it's, I'm supposed to be a help me right. Yeah. But I came in. As this person, you knew me as this person. And so to ask me or to even allow me to consistently like chip away at those parts of me. Fair. I think that that and I have experienced that. So I Fair. can say and it wasn't overt. Right. Right. But right. after a while, you start to lose yourself. That's right. what I'm saying. I don't want to have to flip into somebody completely different. Got you. So you can be happy. Copy that. Check this. So here's the thing. I come into the relationship. I, my relationship, my business is highly uh, relational. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have to be places. I have to constantly be building new relationships with other networks, so on and so forth. I'm always out of town. Make mm-hmm. good money. Mm-hmm. Always out of town. I'm always on set. Mm-hmm. I'm always doing all these things. I get you pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're at the house. Mm-hmm. But I got to be out. I got to be out. Mm-hmm. I got to be on the road. You knew this mm-hmm. before you married me. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're at the house with the kids. I come by on the weekends. I'm making the. I'm making the bag, though. I'm making the bag. How do you feel? Neglected. Okay, you feel neglected. Well, hold on. Hold on. What I'm saying is, you can't. Well, it depends you, on what. Well, well, okay, you, but ahead. you can't feel neglected because the thing about it is, you knew I was. You knew I was a boss. I'm not telling you to before, quit your no, job. No, 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 no. You don't have to. The reality of it is, what you want in your heart is your husband. Mm-hmm. Say I'm lying. You tell the truth. You want your husband, and you want your husband to do whatever is necessary to fulfill the relationship and commitment that he has to you. And guess what? Guess what's not more important than that? Mm. That business, that business, that title, that bag, that whatever the heck. My thing is you didn't marry that. You mm-hmm. managed that. You married me. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. But my thing is, and, and honestly, I think that most women would agree that that's what they would want. It's like they don't want to be a figment or a portion of this man's life. They want to be co-joined in that man's life and right. i think that when a man wants that from a woman i'm not saying that he sh- a, a man should not come in being like quit your job don't do that don't do that I, you know i just want you at the house you know what i'm saying barefoot naked they do that I, I, well i can't say that they do that we don't have record i don't have record i don't know but my point is this it's not about what they will do it's about the concept that even in conversation your mind already says there's only a limit because if you ask me to do something that goes beyond my level of comfort, this union is no longer beneficial to me. Therefore, how can I be expected to sacrifice that? But in my example, mm-hmm. it's the same thing because a woman wants to be the wife, not an afterthought. Mm-hmm. And so if that costs me my friends, not technically my friends, but mm-hmm. maybe the allotment of time, mm-hmm. my uh, how I am doing my business. If I'm out on the road all the time, if I'm touring all the time, I'm never home. You don't even have a husband at that point. Mm-hmm. Here's my rebuttal to that. There's a difference between there's a difference between changing like I'm trying. The examples were the same that I gave. No, no, no. Yeah. But but here's where we're missing each other is if I'm like, hey, I feel neglected. I want you home more. Home more doesn't mean quit your job, because if I love you, I understand how important it is for you to continue to do this work. So I'm not asking you 
to quit and don't do it at all. I'm saying, can you change some things? So that way you still have the room and ability. And like, I'll, matter of fact, let's sit down together. Let's talk about how we can prioritize this and prioritize our family and our lives together um, without you having to let go of one or the other. If it came down to one or the other. What if the, the capacity that you wanted me to be able to reallocate my time and attention to you would mm -hmm. cause me to lose that job? Okay. That keeps me away from you 90% of the time. It came down to you and the job. What do you want? Me. And oh, that, hold, hold on, hold on. I just want to let it ring. Hold my, on, hold on. Just okay. let it ring. Say la. Me. Continue. Me, yes. Now, in the previous example, what I'm talking about is losing myself because of your selfishness, because of your insecurity, or because of your disregard for what makes me me, for what makes me happy, right? There's a difference between, hey, we you might have to take an L for a season. I'm thinking about, uh, what's that show? Y'all help me. What's the show? With the black man, Sterling Brown. This is us. Mm -hmm. All of you failed the test. <laughs> um, this is us when um, Beth felt like, you know, I laid aside all these things for years for you dancing. She used to be a dancer. Um, and now you picked up a whole nother hobby. You decided to start running for congressman. And now, like, it's my turn. Like, forget the fact if it's good timing or not. I have you. We, we, we've had a decade of your turn. I want my turn. Right. So I think that um, there's a difference between you just watching it fall apart and not caring versus, you know what, I'm an adult and we have to make changes in seasons in order to make this thing work. There's a difference. I'm not saying I'm leaving because like, oh, well, I don't have any more of my, I don't get to do what I want to do anymore. I'm out. But there's more to it. Like if you're watching me fall apart and you and you're benefiting off of the fact that I don't get to express myself and be like, my creative self, we're just, that, that's the only example that I can think of right now. I don't get to be my creative self and you met me that way. How does that not prick your heart? How does that, how do you not look at me and say, hey, um, I noticed that you're not writing as much. I noticed, noticed that you're not doing this and that as much. Let's figure out how we can make more room for that. What What's happened here is you've given, see, in my example, I gave you a circumstantial scenario that required a decision based on covenant. Mm -hmm. In your scenario, you're giving a personality to the circumstance mm. you, you you've made this man selfish you've made him all these different things and that is a very narrow thing but the difference between what you're stating and what i'm stating is upon said circumstance mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my commitment is to you not my lifestyle in your said circumstance it started off with my commitment is to my lifestyle not you mm. i'll accept that i don't think that's what I mean. But 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 but, 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 but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying uh -huh. is not to not to come for you, but I'm saying that mm -hmm. it that's normal. That's that's where we are. That's but why how, is that, that is normal the, though? Because because media has made it sexy. No, because it happens. It's normal because it happens. If you have been in a relationship or experienced things, again, we are taught to constantly be mad. like if I have to get into bite-sized pieces to get this man by well, gosh golly darn it, I'ma do it. I'm saying we I shouldn't have to do that anymore. Pause. What should it take to get you? Come again? What should it take to get you? What I'm lost. How much should it take to get you? Should I should what 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 to what length should I have to go to get you? Cross every mountain, climb look, climb every desert and cross every mountain. 
No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. no. she's not. No, I <laughs> She's not kidding. She meant that thing. But I, All I of that think, thing. okay, I'm going to say something. I don't even know if I'm going to leave this part in. Um, so at the risk of sounding, I was about to say degenerative, but that's not the word I want to use. At the risk of sounding unevolved, um, I think that it does take different things you don't even believe yourself. To get, no, I you do believe, believe myself. I do. And I don't mean different in the sense of like vastly different. But again, if we're talking about pursue and, and things like that, and not to say like both parties don't necessarily pursue, I do think that there's a level of like. Mm. Can I jump in there? Please. There is a language. Bishop, Bishop, I just want you to listen from the back. Um, he, <laughs> uh, there is a language that transcends mm. every region. Mm hmm. And that is called love. Love is mm. sacrificing. And my thing is people always, they used to always argue like, is love enough? And I'm, mm. you know, I'm progressive in, in many ways to where I'm like, yeah, you do need money to facilitate relationship. And you got to, you know, da, 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 we do live in this world. We do whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm. But the problem is when we do that, we make something that is man-made. We make something that is God designed mm -hmm. subjected to something that is man-made. Right, right. So my thing is, when we're talking about th this covenant and making different decisions, mm -hmm. my thing is l we should lead with love because love is sacrificial, mm -hmm. meaning I should be willing to sacrifice. If it came between you Oof. and this, you're going to get it. But my thing is, can you mm -hmm. and your tribe, can you sacrifice that? Mm -hmm. And not saying sacrifice it for everyone because everyone loves to talk about the hero stories. Mm -hmm. I gave him everything. And I'm not minimizing anyone's pain. My thing is this. I gave him everything. I bent over backwards. I joined the circus. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. For, a, for in many cases, in the small sector of world that I've lived in and, mm -hmm. you know, conversations I've had, to a fool. Mm. So it's almost like you're saying, I did all of the right things mm -hmm. for the one that I knew I wasn't even supposed to be with. Mm. And then when I get with the right one, I ain't doing them things for you. Mm. No. That's not how, the sacrifices in the love. So my thing is, in my circumstance, I said, listen, I got a wife at home. She got my child and she feels like she doesn't have a husband. You're unwilling to wait to bend for me. I will figure out something else mm -hmm. because this will come and go mm -hmm. for you. If you get in the way of my podcast, I know it was lightly said. I'm just saying my podcast, my brand, my ambitions, the things I've worked so hard for. The car that I bought, the house that I got, this life that I created for myself. If you ask me to drop that for you, you got another thing coming. But when I married you, I said I would sacrifice my life to facilitate the covenant that we have. But I think that right now it's sexy. Like girls say all the time. I was always told by my mama, my grandma, my auntie, get get a man mm -hmm. who loves you more than you love him. Mm -hmm. So we can't ignore that those conversations are subtly being had in, in, in the back houses. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, it's almost like saying, no, it's OK as long as I am up for the chopping block. But you're like, how dare they tell me about how to be more appealing to a man all the time? Why not? OK, sure. OK. This is where I was going with my point. Earlier. Yes, ma'am. And I'm really glad that you said that, because while I agree with you and I can see your point, the issue that I have is. In Ephesians 5, man of God. Is that what? Yes, ma'am. Go for it. What does it say? T tell. I know you know I it. need you to pull it up. Okay. 
because we, we we need to put it in context. Frank, give me some keys. Wow, oh, she's okay. Oh my gosh, hold on. I was gonna pull it up on the internet, but I'm e just pull it up on my. Bam. Ephesians five. Mm -hmm. When we go to. Oh, what, what, what translation verse is twenty five? Um, I have ESV, but we can go I'm amplify. Kidding. I'm kidding. Let's amplify it. I'm kidding. Um, verse 22. Never mind. Not going to go there. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Let me go for it because, again, I just want, I, I want this to be a fair conversation, right? So, verse 22. We'll start at verse 22. Wives, be subject to your own husbands as a service to the Lord. For the pause. Say it again. I think they heard me the first. No, no, I'm just, just just for the ones in the back. Wives, be subject to your own husbands as a service to the Lord. Selah. Okay. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, himself being the savior of the body. But as Christ is subject to the church, but as the church is subject to Christ, so also wives should be subject to their husbands in everything, respecting both their position as protector and their responsibility to God as the heads of their house. Oh. Paul, so, uh -huh. so, for, so for me... Mm -hmm. I, I just need you to help to minister this to my spirit mm -hmm. because I I need to make sure I don't leave out this door having a lack of understanding. Uh. So this is to mirror Christ's relationship with mm -hmm. the church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So it depicted Christ as being the sacrificial, mm -hmm. right? So his love caused what? Sacrifice. In order for him to establish his love for his bride, mm -hmm. he had to sacrifice. And then it goes on to say... As he has sacrificed, then the, the I'm mean, no help me. I'm mean, gonna help me. What is that? What is that after that? But as the church is subject, <laughs> church is subject to Christ. So also, wives should be subject to their husbands and everything. So also, okay. So you too. So if I I should be able to to leave whatever it is. Mm. That is impending upon said your happiness, not just complete happiness, but the wholeness and so on and so forth in this relationship. So therefore, you know, you should be able to, to likewise or at least have the heart to. Because I may not require that. I may not ask you to quit or da 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 da. da but the thing is, do mm -hmm. you have the heart to? Should I? Mm -hmm. Do you love me like Christ? Do you love me like that? Do I, I love you like that? Yeah. Yes. I wouldn't have married you if that wasn't the case. Right. But in a lot of, and I, again, it goes down to what we choose, right? It goes down to the decisions that we make. But I think a lot of women were running into more men who are not Christ-like, but demanding that level of subjugation or I don't even want, subjugation is a bad word, submission um, and sacrifice. Right. So um, <clears throat> this episode may never see the light of day because women delegation, I, I failed you today. Um, I did tell you today. Don't oppress the message. <laughs> no, it's ne this is never getting out. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I think this was a good conversation. I think um, over time, like we've known each other almost two years now, I think. Mm. And over time, as we've had more and more conversations um, and as I've studied more, as I've learned more, I have matured in my understanding. Right. Um, I do, however, feel like 
and this is probably something that, and I'm just going to be really, really transparent. This is probably something that I don't know that I'll ever get to that point again in life where I, I am, where I blindly sacrifice because I think I have the heart to sacrifice, but wondering, um, if somebody's intention, this is just me being, I know I'm the healing wholeness plug, all of that kind of stuff. But, um, I think one of my struggles is, especially after experiencing like, uh, a marriage where we were, we knew each other. This wasn't like a, a, a random person. Like we knew each other for years, um, in some ways grew up together. And then for everything to have turned out the way it turned out, I think there's a part of me that always wonders like, when is the flip going to get, when is the switch going to get flipped? And not like, not in a paranoia sense, but in a, I still want to make sure that I'm not left desolate. When you decide, because there are a lot of times there are power differentials in these relationships, in our relationships, um, despite, despite uh, culture and media and things like that, you have, you are more likely to survive. As a matter of fact, there's a sister that says that women um, who end up being single after, I forget what it is. I want to say like 30, 45, something like that. Their quality of life and life expectancy diminishes. So it's like on a biological level, we are almost forced to be dependent on you. And so when I say um, I there's only I cannot let go of my personhood. I mean, like the thing that gives me the ability to to survive, whether you choose to stick around or not, whether whether you can stick around or not, not even just the choice, but life happens. Right. And so I, I think that I where part of that comes from of what we talked about in the last episode of like, you know, being able to have your own whatever, like what well, being able to um having your own bag, having these types of things. It's not because we hate y'all. It's not because we we think we're better than it's y'all. It's not because but it's, you don't. You don't think oh. you're better. Well, there's but that. But go ahead. But it could be because we're genuinely wanting to protect our own interests. And this was a really packed episode. I wish there was more. I'll just have to bring you back again one day. Um, I think you made a lot of good points. I think I think you won this episode. You think so? I think you won this episode. I think I won last episode. I think so. Um, I told y'all a lot of my business, but we're going to do really, really quickly. Um, normally, like I said, we do questions and confessions, but this was such a big episode um, that I don't want to cover it up with questions and confessions. I think we want to, as you said multiple times, let everybody say la, pause and think of that. And um, so in conclusion, give me two things. What are we grabbing from this episode today? Uh, I'm grabbing that. I need to make sure that, uh, we copy the other producer in this episode so that it doesn't get suppressed. Wow. Um, and, um, I think that I'm going to take away that there is, there is hurt on both sides Mm -hmm. and uh, all sides always need to be considered in order for people to be able to move together. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll take that because there's all, there's two sides, but I feel like we have to get on the same page Mm -hmm. in order to be able to do anything. That's good. Mm -hmm. I'm actually grabbing some perspective. Um, and I've read Ephesians five a bajillion times. I feel like God did this on purpose, but, um, I think I'm grabbing a new understanding of, (laughs) of, um, not submission. I think I have a good understanding of submission, but what it means to truly lay yourself down i think that's what i'm grabbing i learned in this episode i didn't teach i learned this episode so Mm. thank you thank you for coming 
Thank you for I having me. I appreciate you. This was really, really good. by the opportunity. Um, thank you all again for watching. Join Patreon, $3. Again, there are things in this episode that you may not have gotten because you're not in our super secret society. Like, join that. All things we have Patreon, you can join for as little as $3 a month or as most as $100 a month. Um, but we would really appreciate your support. Follow our guest at L Norsworthy. 613. 613. Join Authentically Wed Facebook group. Follow us at Authentically Wed. All that good stuff. Um, I'm not even going to give y'all a sign off today. I'm really shook right now. And so, um, again, I actually, you know, what? I have one. My sign off for today is make your promises. Don't let them make you. That's all I have for today. Grab your stuff. Let's go. <laughs>